Ad Astra, was it good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We're looking at what happened during this film, what our one-word impressions are, theories, rants, and answering the age-old question, was it good? And we have a very special guest, our other brother from another mother, Jared Quay. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> About time we all hooked up, the four of us, our, our brotherhood. Before we jump into the actual podcast or even saying thank you for being here, how was my intro? Because that's really all I care about. <laughs> it was a lot better than I expected. It was kind of serious, though. I just felt like I was watching like a CNN, just, you know, late night intro. <laughs> which, is, which is hilarious because at work I'm a big kind of get away from that. Get away from that. Yet I I do that every time on this podcast, which is like, wow, maybe I should shut up and take my own advice. And that's why people think you guys sound alike cuz it's just like I, when you do that, you get when you guys all do your serious voice, I'm pretty sure it's pretty neutral. It's right? a neutral. Yeah. It's a very it's a very neutral, yeah. yeah. I did get some advice once that like if you're going to do these types of things, you need to take a hard stance on where you want to be and stop trying to appease everybody. Oh. So I'm going to continue with my I fucking hate CGI rant, and that will okay. be my stance on everything. Yeah. That is your stance. Anyway, Jared, thank you once again for joining us. Uh, Jared, how do we know you? Where, where do we know you from? Did uh, all right. we f- uh, find you? Or? Yeah, you guys, if you're from Denver, Colorado, I went to uh, Denver South, Golden, and Overland. But if you didn't go to those schools, uh, I am a former athlete for the University of Miami. I paid a stint in the NFL, and I am the host on Yahoo Sports for the rush and mad bets, and I'm also the brother of the Wrangle Pal brothers, so therefore you guys should have some connection to me one way or another. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. Yeah, there you go. We, you've been mentioned multiple times on this podcast. It's true. It, yeah, we've actually, brought, up, brought your name up quite a few times. Well, I'm here to deliver. All right, all those questions, <laughs> give them back to me. I'm ready for them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Who is your favorite brother? Oh my God, Ooh. you're really gonna go there? This and, is tough, and don't guys. say Calais. No, but. <laughs> oh, well, that's an easy. Just that was an easy out. Since I love this, and we're talking about a sci-fi movie, there was a time travel I did. Next year, there's a younger brother that's gonna be born in five years from us, and he's gonna be the favorite of us all. Ooh, Ooh damn, like that. that's yeah. good. What? That's a, I yeah. like that answer. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take it as I'm the youngest. So I'll just say it's me. <laughs> that was a perfect answer. That's a good answer. So, like we do on this podcast, we like to kind of start things off with our one-word impressions, and the whole point of this is to kind of. You know, sum up the entire movie, whether it be the story, the cinematography, the um, theater that we went to see the movie in. The Chinese the, theater. The concessions. Well, pop what we assert, that one word that associates the entire experience of seeing Ad Astra. So, uh, Jared, you are the guest, but Krishna is, uh, you know, bald, so he has to go first. He's also but, the oldest person at this table. God damn. damn yeah, you are old, bro. I'm ancient. What are you, like 36? My metabolism has slowed down. I think it's 40. Wait, 36? Are you 42? <laughs> Damn. 51. Damn. 69. Uh, so you want me to go first? Yes, please. Give us your my, one word impression. My one word impression for this movie is cold. Ooh. The reason that it is cold <laughs> is because, great. one, the Chinese theater was cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two, the character, the main character, Rap his character uh, was sort of like this guy trying to keep his emotions under check. So he a lot of his performance came off as cold. Mm. The movie takes place in space, which was very cold. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but do you know that for sure? Uh, yeah, I have do. you ever been to space? Uh, no, I no, haven't. So then it could be warm. It's for, true. You know. We could be uh, on flat Earth. If you mm. watched the Emmys red carpet, you would know Terrence Howard did a now infamous red carpet interview where he said he was going to prove that gravity doesn't exist. 
Oh, so, wait a second. I saw a piece of this. How it, it do sounds you like he know? Was, he was like <laughs> he was like like spewing out a bunch of like equations and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. I recommend anybody, if anyone's listening or watching, and anyone at this table, just Google Terrence uh, Terrence Howard Emmy's 2019 interview. It's very very enjoyable. It's yeah. one of those interviews that's gonna. Is live he gonna on. prove? Is he gonna prove that gravity doesn't exist? He's, he claims he is on YouTube. How? Or just, I don't want to. What if he just started dunking like uncontrollably, and he was just like, "How do I do this?" And he just <laughs> threw the legs twice <laughs> on like a twelve-foot rim. He pulls a neo <laughs> and just flies off into the sky. It's like gravity doesn't exist. What would what happen if that? Because you would have to see that in person. Because it could happen on the internet. If it was yeah. like a YouTube video, you'd be like, "Oh, CGI." Rob yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but like, <laughs> if you see that in real life, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" I think I, I, I would. <laughs> my first thought would be someone like it gave me drugs. And I'm hallucinating. You still wouldn't believe it if you've seen it. You would still deny it. I, w- I would question. I'm like, how am I seeing this? Oh, I must be high or something. So I must be uh, on overall, something. you would get back to a neutral standpoint of like, this is not going to change my reality. Uh, that didn't really happen. I hope not. <laughs> that would be scary. But I we'll would see. love to see it. I'd be like, I knew there were superheroes. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe is real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my one word impression, cold. Also, the cinematography uh, was beautiful. But there's also like a very cold aesthetic to it, mm-hmm. as in it was it's like very precise, mm-hmm. like in parts. Did I you thought. notice anything with like the color scheme that they used? Uh, well, the moon was very white and gray, and right. Uh, so what I mean by it is they use uh, they use a color palette, like a cold color palette, like mm. blue hues. Uh, to kind of give that, they use primary colors a lot. Like Neptune was very blue, Mars yeah. was very red. You know, and, and uh, but even Mars still felt it had cold. it had a bit it had a little coldness to yeah. it for sure. But it was a beautiful color palette. Yeah, mm. that that should it should definitely win some or at least be nominated for some cinematography Oscars. Yes, yes, all that, all that. Wow, yes, all cool. that. nerd, nerd, nerd. There. Jared, you're the next eldest, I think. Uh, What's your one word yeah. impression? Yeah, once you get on the other side of thirty, it's all the same. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't want um, that. My word enough? for Ad Astra is unforgiving. Unforgiving. Oh. Yeah. Damn. That's a great I, word. I, I just for one, there's two. All right. I I left the theater, used the restroom for like three, maybe like a minute and a half, and then I came back and I was like, oh shit, I'm not gonna figure out what happened. And then the next thing is, uh, he never says sorry to his to his wife, and his dad never says sorry to him for leaving. And the directors, at the end of it, they just didn't give a damn. They knew what we were there for. We were the people in the movie. We want to see them aliens. They marketed, <laughs> they marketed as if we're going to see something unusual. Yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder how they're going to make the aliens look realistic. And then we got there, and it was like, nah, fool, ain't no aliens. Stop looking this way. That's kind of what they were yeah. basically implying. It was like, nah, go home and figure your shit out with your family. That's kind of what I got from the movie. <laughs> Get <laughs> your shit out with your family. Unforgiving. Yeah. yeah, it was unforgiving. I was like, damn. But I, it got me. I was like, you're right. So it was unforgiving. <laughs> I, I like thought that. we almost were going to have like aliens or some type of external force when we hit the space chimps. That's what I thought too. <laughs> that was, I, so get, I'm going to look back. That was the only reason for that scene. There was nothing they got out of that scene other than to be like, oh, there's aliens. And then they go back. It's like the captain died, I guess. And you can find that guy's a coward. But other than that, they were just like, oh, snap, it's aliens. Or they something, to, yeah. They wrote that was a scene literally was written for the fact of like to scare them. Yeah. And it lets us know that the aliens may be on Earth. Like we're all different. Like humans and, and animals are different. So maybe the aliens have been here. Mm-hmm. Could be. We're all aliens to each other. That's wow, that's deep. That's emotional. Ravi, what's your one word? Uh, I have to go last because as per normal, I never have it of figured course. out before. Uh, I'm so. gonna go Whoops. I'm gonna go with a word that's uh known as stale. Stale. Uh, well, first huh. off, mostly it's going to go with my popcorn that I was eating during the movie. It was very stale. 
Um, wow. Because that ruined the experience for yeah, me. Yeah, you had like more than half of the popcorn left. Yeah, just it wasn't good popcorn. Wow. And, and it started off, I also ordered a lemonade, and it was water to begin with. So that was a bad, it was a bad Jeez. omen. You know, yeah, it just you didn't, didn't start off review. well. It didn't start you off You got to write a Yelp review. Still and water lemonades? Yeah, it was just, mm-hmm. wasn't, I did get my proper lemonade um, right in time. But I will say this. Uh, my, the reason I used the word stale is because I felt that um, the story that came with that Asher was stale. Uh, it didn't resonate with me. I thought the movie was kind of weirdly cut, and I just it felt like an old movie. And I do have a fun fact later for actually when this movie was filmed. It might surprise people at this table. Uh, and to me, that product felt stale. Mm, interesting. Like stale popcorn. Yeah. Did like you? I'm popcorn. curious. Why didn't you complain about your popcorn being stale? Because the movie had already started, and I don't like mm. getting up once the movie has started, unless I desperately have to go to the bathroom or something. Mm. That's my, fair. My one word impression is going to be kind of weird. It's oh, not weird. really an adjective. Basically, it, it's a. It's going to be Brad. Brad? Yes. My Brad. one word impression is Brad. What's the definition of Brad? <laughs> the <laughs> definition of Brad in this case is going to be pretty simple. Obviously, the movie stars Brad Pitt. What? And it was Brad Pitt being kind of moody everywhere. Just moody Brad Pitt all over the place. It was just Brad, Brad, Brad. And Brad in this just means Brad Pitt. Okay. That's my impression. So it's a lot of bread. A lot of bread. A whole lot of bread. Yeah, and that's just what like, you got from this. Yeah, so I guess if I was to use it in a sentence, I'd say Ad Astra was just really Brad. It was kind of bratty. It was bratty. It was so. moody. Did you guys get moody? I didn't think he was moody. I thought he didn't show any emotion other than voiceover. I, when I guess when I, thought, I say moody. I feel really sad right now. When, of, I, when <laughs> I would say yeah. moody, I, I guess I mean like, you know, like remember in like high school or middle school, like the emo kids? Their whole shtick was like, I'm emo. Um, I'm just dark and sad, but at the same time, I don't want to show any kind of mood because I don't care about anything. It was weird. That's yeah. kind of like he was not supposed to show emotion, but he was still showing a you know emotion and just being kind of moody. And so by not doing, he was doing it. Correct. Oh, oh damn. Yeah, he failed. He, it, <laughs> I don't think he failed because I'm like I'm reviewing this entire movie with his name, so mm. he clearly did true. something right. The movie was very Brad. Okay. It was very Brad. Brad type of movie. Brad. Brad. Bradley. Bradley. Moving right along, you know, <laughs> so that we don't have that thing called dead air. Uh, <laughs> our next part is... Like a, in space. Is there... Because it's space. Is. It's unforgiving. It's dead. Air. It's Brad. It's all of our words together, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, actually, what's the what's sentence? Cold? It's cold, Unforgiving, stale, cold Brad. There you go. <laughs> That's a good yeah. sentence. Yeah. Unforgiving, stale, cold Put bread. Put it on Rotten Tomatoes. There we go. There. <laughs> that nice. Is. That's the official the consensus. Uh, was it good podcast review sentence? sentence. <laughs> so our next section here, what happened. This is typically where our producer, Arjuna, decides to give a lovely recap of the movie in his words. And I like to emphasize he wrote this. It's his brain review or uh, recapping the movie. It is not the opinion of myself or Krishna or Jared. It is Arjuna's screwed up brain. What? Here we go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> falling with style. Wow. Okay. It's a okay. Toy Story reference because he's falling, you know, he's flying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Your father is alive. That's it, but yeah, the, the big know, reveal that, happens. you know, his... I'm assuming his blood pressure peaked a little bit when that happened. Mm-hmm. Might have gone over 80. 
Is the the beats? What well, is it? The beats? The beats heartbeats. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. heartbeats. Teaming up with Jack Bauer's dad, Donald Sutherland. Donald Keith Sutherland's Sutherland dad. Yeah. What was Sutherland the What Jack was Bauer? the point of Donald Sutherland? Yeah, his whole character you could remove. Yeah. And you'd have the same movie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was like what I was alluding to with my stale. If you like watching this movie, there were some weird cuts. It felt like there were big chunks that were cut out. It felt like complete arcs were erased. Um, even just thinking back to the trailer, there were complete scenes with like Liv Tyler's character that were just removed from this movie. She's not even a character in this movie. Yeah, I think she says a line, one line maybe. In the yeah, in the movie. video recording. Yeah, video recording that uh, is sent to him. Right, and so it's just it's just kind of like. Donald Sutherland's part felt like there was supposed to be more to it, and then there were some reshoots, and it was cut. And it maybe maybe there was supposed to be more on the moon base or something. I don't know, but hmm. it was just kind of strange. $150 pillow and blanket. <laughs> Space is expensive. Inflation, man. Inflation. That, that part I, I laughed at, I think, audibly in the theater when they said $150. Jesus. Like, oh, God damn. <laughs> uh, Mad Max... Or excuse me, Mad Max Fury Road in space. Mm. Best part Accurate. of the movie. Definitely Accurate. best part of the movie. It was interesting. By Mr. Bauer. Because you never see him again. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, yeah, he's in, a, he's in surgery. Like You don't even find out if he dies or not. Donald Sutherland's character, just gone after that point. Mm. Never even mentioned. Planet of the Apes in space. Mm. Mars bitch. Jizz. Jizz. Mars bitches, okay. Paging <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. We want to kill your dad because he's killing everyone. Commandoing in onto a space shuttle. Is that a word? I made it up. Commandoing onto a space shuttle? Nice, yeah. nice. It's like, you remember in Commando when he leaves the plane like while it's moving? It's the opposite. He's getting onto the shuttle while it's oh, taking God. off. Hi, I'm Brad Pitt, and I just happened to kill everybody. Mm. Accidentally. No, I don't buy I don't They buy killed themselves. Part. They killed themselves. That part, that, that part annoyed We'll get into our least and favorite parts, but my God, no fuzzy reunions. Let's both die. The old guy never makes it, but Brad does. Bearded Brad was Liv Tyler in this movie. Hmm. Arjuna, I'm not going to lie. This is well, this was not a good recap. You could have had more fun and been a little bit more visual with your sentences. I loved it, though. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> I appreciate it. Someone Jared, appreciates damn. my work. Jared, do not encourage poor writing. I had Toy Story Illusions, mm-hmm. Commando, 24. Actually, yeah, you did almost I, every single one was like a reference to another this, movie. This, this is a deep, it's a deep description. Mm. And uh, I think I think it just proves to me that I should be the host of this show. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, that? good lord. Oh, snap. Now You're the, the Tommy Lee Jones. I'm the Brad Pitt. Never lost. I'm the Brad Pitt. I have the hair for it. I have better hair than you. Oh, whatever. So uh, we do that recap, Jared, to kind of um, make us remember what happened. And yeah. then we like to jump in our favorite and our least favorite parts. And this is where I feel like... We're going to disagree, and uh, we'll probably have to end up fighting each other. But, yeah, Jared, what was your favorite part of this entire 
Brad movie. Oh, this very Bradley movie. Um, I was in love with the movie, guys. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I, I liked it a lot. I I knew before I even got to the end. I was like, I like this movie. You ever make that decision where you're like, I don't need to see the end of this movie because I love it already. I think one of the coolest scenes I'm pretty sure is gonna be pretty common shared amongst us all was just the whole reinvention of the moon being like a hub. The fact they had an airport. Yoshinoya. Yeah, they had a a restaurant. (laughs) And 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 then they like have pirates and it's kind of just this wild wild west. And then I actually liked the last scene, believe it or not, at the end of it to wrap it up where I wasn't sure he made it back to Earth. But it was a human hand that was coming out. And that was like alien contact to me. It came in and it was there mm. to help him. And it felt like, oh, these are the aliens. We are the aliens. And I yeah. love that. That's one of my favorite parts. That's what I, I didn't think of it like that. He's been spent all this time trying to like get away from humanity, yeah. like repress his emotions, become less human himself, really. So that's very interesting. He finds alien life, and it was all around him. What what we're searching for, I think the whole point of this movie is what we're searching for Mm -hmm. is right here, but we feel like it's elsewhere. And so, therefore, we're going out to the Neptune. We're going out to the stars to have someone figure out. There's a scene in the moon where he talks about, like, we're trying to run from it. And and he was like, we don't even, like, know how to cooperate with each other. My father was running from this, he yeah. says, and he was talking about the war. Yeah. And it's like, we got to conquer that before aliens come here. Are they going to be like, man, you know what? Get them humans. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's <laughs> a good thing. I, I like it. I have a crazy theory, actually. If, uh, yeah, let's do if, it. If we want to jump, jump into, into sure, our theory. This is actually not a theory about the movie. This is more a theory about society and humanity currently. I believe that aliens have already come here, and they are actively giving us technology and things so that we quickly either A, make everyone depressed that we just are kind of muted, or we wipe ourselves out. Why would the aliens do that? So they can harvest our planet for its resources. Oh, that's that's, playing the long game. Yeah, exactly. But they're aliens. (laughs) They've got nothing but time. (laughs) Nothing but, well. I believe. um, Wait, they time travel? Part of this crazy theory as well is that Steve Jobs was an alien. Mm. Okay. Well, you should make an alien that, that wears jeans and turtlenecks. Yeah, they don't think go. aliens if they can like shapeshift, right? That's what we're taking this theory. They can look any way they want to. Why would they choose to look like Steve Jobs? <laughs> I mean, why? Like- I mean, why not? Steve Jobs was an iconic-looking individual. Yeah, the turtlenecks, the glasses, the bald head. So are you saying head. Steve at some point was real, and then an alien? Took his identity and impersonated him. Oh, Maybe, or they did some kind of like research thing, and they they took that form because it was the most appealing. We're getting way off topic. No, no, we're not getting away from this. You you think Steve Jobs is what aliens think humans look like, and that's not okay. No, that yeah. I think that's okay. That's like the ideal trusting person to them. Why don't they, Why didn't the alien want to look like Jason Momoa or somebody? <laughs> Too intimidating. Would you be like if Jason Momoa? Jason Momoa's a friendly guy. If Jason Momoa came like came out on stage. And was like, here's the new iPhone. You think anyone's gonna be like, yeah, cool, Jason? I believe you. Whatever. Yeah, everybody be like, oh no damn, way, I gotta dude, go into my iPhones. I look like Jason. No. Everyone listens to Keanu. Yeah. Brains and huh? everyone listens to Keanu. Why? Keanu's another face? alien. Whoa, he's an alien too. Well, then you gotta throw LeBron James in this list too, right? Just no, 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 no. LeBron James is just crazy. Are you saying that him? What? He's LeBron just the alien. Yeah. Tried to uh, copyright Taco Tuesday. Yes. No. That is. That is. Strictly just LeBron James, a human being. I don't know. He is going to star in Space Jam 2. All right, so here's the next question to tie it back into the movie. Yep. Is Brad Pitt an alien? Yes. In the movie? No, in real life. Uh, yes, no, and no, I guess then technically in the movie. No, no, he's not. an alien playing a human. No. Unprecedented. No, no, but no. That could be the sequel of Ad Astra. Listen to this. He comes back, and now the humans. 
don't respect that he came back himself and they think that he's an alien and that's why he's all secluded and he's just like I'm human and he has to prove and that's like the the bridge between that and annihilation is just the same <laughs> <laughs> nice it's one way yeah there you uh-huh. go a little crossover action uh okay so getting back into it uh, anyone else have any favorite parts they want to talk about yeah uh so I would cool thank you uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I would have said the moon thing but I want to be a little different. That was my favorite part. I would say my second favorite part was the opening scene of him falling off the antenna, the the tower. Is that because you hate Brad Pitt so much? You were hoping he would just die? No, I was checking. It's yeah. a well shot scene. It's cool. it was it was intense. I was like, wow, they're starting this movie off with a with a bang. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. like literally, the antenna is exploding. He's falling, and I felt I felt like it was maybe shot in real time. Like as long as it would take to fall at that speed, it felt like maybe three or four minutes, and I felt like that was a three or four minute fall. So I thought I'm, it was interesting. It was visceral, intense. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Nice. nice. Did you have any favorite parts, Uh I'm going to go with the space chimps. Uh, <laughs> at that point in the movie, I felt like when it first happened, where you just see something like eating the guy's face, and he's like, oh, and you see like the blood kind of dripping. I'm like, wait, what's happening? I'm like, what's happening with this movie? Like, wh- like where are we going? And then you see the space chimp, like, oh, my God. We're going full <laughs> crazy sci-fi here, yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, I was like reinvigorated mm. at that point in the movie. Like, oh my god, I'm re- I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this jump. That the was shark a good. Scene. I actually liked that. Scene. And I was just like, oh, this is great. Like, you yeah. got these like space chimps that are like breathing in space, and they're just gonna like gonna kill them all. And like, Brad's gonna get bitten. He's gonna become like a a, a chimp human hybrid Empire. type of thing. You know, like it's gonna be like District Nine meets. <laughs> oh man, Space. District Nine is such a good great movie. Great movie. Not use uh, that, Asher. Ooh, get out! That's a bold. That's a hot. Yeah, that out. was a hot take. That's, that's a hot take. What? No, 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 no. There is no way. I'm maybe getting way ahead. There's no way Ad Asher is better than District Nine. District Nine is like complete world building, tying into actual real world events. Like, there's no way. All right. I'm sorry, things. sir. All right. I'm sorry, sir. It's my opinion. No. I can have my own opinion. No, no, no. Right? This is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have my opinion. This and is a two, group podcast. And two, if you took aliens out of District 9 and you just made it about people and conflict and right. war, it's a regular movie that's like some typical government war movie. Right. That was the whole point. Where Ad Astra was literally like science and sci-fi put into a movie where District 9 is like, hey, instead of making this about like cultures and race, let's make it about aliens, right? So, no. So aliens Ad, Ad Astra, Ad Astra, if you take all the science crap out and you make it more real world, it's about um, father issues and like abandonment. It's part of it, for sure. I mean, that's like a it's big, same, big, big, it's the same big showing. Yeah, it's, both, it's classic both of these, sci-fi. I, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but I, I, I want to get this out. All right, I'm a sci-fi <laughs> lover. Okay, one of my, my favorite movies is Interstellar. I love Christopher Nolan's work through the board. Right. One of the best things that he does, and why it's my favorite, is he adds multiple levels. Yes, it's a sci-fi movie, but you have to be emotionally attached to the characters. Mm-hmm. He creates a world where you're like, oh man. And I think in the Interstellar, it was just the fact of him wanting to get back to his kids, and you realize how human he was. And I think this movie did the same thing. This whole life, he's kind of searching for the acceptance of his father, why he left. And he goes all the way out there, and like, in, in, spoiler alert, but honestly, <laughs> he could have let them just go out and blow him up, and the same thing would have happened. But he had to go see this for himself, mm-hmm. and he had to wrap up this personal issue that he was having with himself. And that's why I loved it. I thought it was mm-hmm. way better. It was, it was not only sci-fi, but it was a deeper like understanding of self movie, and I love that. Mm. Right, Ooh. but jumping ahead again, if he 
specifically that scene I, I thought was really stupid where he jumps onto the rocket in Mars and everyone dies even though they were going to go do the exact same thing. This is a character, a person that's built upon his core. One of his core foundations is seeing the mission through and always dedicating his life to the mission. He kind of all of a sudden flipped everything upside down. And I get it's his whole thing is like his dad's out there, et cetera, et cetera. But because of his actions, the mission was still completed. The mission was still completed, but him going solo is kind of uh, arrogant on his part, thinking he could pull it off all by himself. He's not. He's not thinking logically at that point. He's not doing. It's like I'm. A, his thought isn't at that moment. Mm-hmm. I can do this by myself. His thought is I have to get to Neptune. That's it, right? And nothing and no one's going to get in my way. And so, it's the flip of so he becomes a murderer. So they murdered themselves. So I know you still. I, I know you still need to uh, share your favorite part. But I, the, my least favorite part, and the reason I think it all falls flat, because I don't disagree with you. I think there's a cool theme in there, and I think there's a there's a story in there. But what falls flat to me and what my least favorite part of the movie is and, and why I called it stale is Brad Pitt's acting. I thought I thought he did a horrible job Ooh-wee. in this. I'm, I'm going to go full, fully out here. I thought he did as bad of a job as he possibly could have showing the what you needed for this character. Right. And the and like he certainly plays that cold part. But when he's when he's supposed to start being having the emotional revelations and being unpacked and becoming unstable, I thought he did a completely unbelievable job, like an unbelievably bad job. Um, <laughs> it was unbelievable. I, I did not Leave buy it. it. I did not get into it at all, and it took me completely out of the movie. And it's a shame because we had just we saw a few months ago, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is arguably his best role. That he has had. Uh, actually, his best role was in Friends when he was dating Rachel, and he because they were married in real life. I'm fucking with you. That uh, wasn't good. Like, and so, and so to me, that was the biggest disappointment of the movie, and that's that's what ruined it for me. Interesting. So that, it got to the last moments, and then it ruined it. Huh? You were just like, no, 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 no. It was one th- minute and fifty sec. One minute. And, one no, hour no, and fifty no. minutes in. No, 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 no. It was the whole the whole progression of it in, in terms of just, I never bought his performance. Uh, and that took me out of the movie the whole way through. He that he never he never sold it for me. I thought we would see like some some part where like okay I buy into this I buy it. never got there for me. No he never I never connected. He never he did not give me the performance I needed to connect mm. and to buy into the movie. Damn, damn. that's me. That's yeah. me. Damn, damn, damn. That's crazy. So my favorite part <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> after we just shit on the movie, uh, my favorite part is going to. be be the cinematography mm, actually the cinematography was was, was very very beautiful um this is a movie and i've actually thought about doing this where i would go cut up like my favorite visual parts like where you've got the spaceships just kind of flying through space when um, we have the sequence on the moon where they're actually in the buggies driving through. I would actually recut that, put it to some music and just kind of loop it and play it. Cause it just visually just looks awesome. Uh, we got to see an IMAX, we got the Chinese, uh, laser IMAX projector, which is one of the best in the country. They shot it with IMAX ca- uh, cameras. So visually it just, it looked great. So mm. cinematography is my favorite part. Of Agreed. It. Agreed. I'm not as heartless as everyone says I am. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Joe, did you have a least favorite part? Um, yeah, my least favorite part, and this is where, I mean, at some point, science and the rules and laws <laughs> of science have the whole realisticness. Um, at the end of the movie where uh, I think Arjuna lost his, his connect with it, 
it wasn't the fact that his father left. I kind of felt that was messed up, but it was the fact that he just took a, a piece of steel broad off the <laughs> off the father's ship, <laughs> and he Love just that. and he somehow aimed himself perfectly. To get <laughs> I had to go through the ring in the midst. He shield. went through yeah. what what was some would call like many moons because yeah. it's like just orbiting the planet. And he broke through them with just a shield, kind of like uh, ancient Iron Man 300 type. Yep. <laughs> and he got back to his ship, and I was like, oh, I guess his the survival been so good. Sure. But I was just like, all right, he should have died. They should let him die. It, it definitely, it de- yeah, I think you're definitely right there. You Plot have to device. completely suspend disbelief of like, he somehow makes it back and like mm. without a scratch and is fine. Yeah. I'm going to say my least favorite part of the movie is when he climbs up into the. The uh, rocket on Mars, and then all all those kills everyone. Kill well, they kill themselves. The reason I didn't Christian he killed them. No, so here's <laughs> no no. Listen, I'll explain why. Okay. Right, the reason that that part was so bad to me is that these the three people in this ship are trained astronauts. They should have some concept of when you're about to get into <laughs> space that. Gravity and momentum is going to fuck you if you are not buckled in, right? So why would you le- get out of your seat to take on this, gu- this guy, <laughs> right? So yeah. the woman killed herself, right? She was like this, and all of a sudden, the ship takes off, and she splatters, right? Brad Pitt has nothing to do with that, right? Yeah. And except for the, the other two, same thing. Innocent, innocent of the first murder. Yeah. It, the, but the other two, same thing. Trained astronauts, you would think, you know what? Don't fire a gun. Let's not fire a gun inside. Let's stay buckled in. The momentum of the ship can probably take care of Brad Pitt. We don't have to do anything, right? Uh, it's just at that point, it was just like, all right, I'm, that pulled me out. I was like, trained astronauts should know better, you would think. I, but they didn't. They I, killed themselves. Krishna could definitely be the lawyer for Brad Pitt when he gets back to Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brad, you're innocent. I'm innocent. You're innocent. I'm getting you, <laughs> you off. You murdered three people. Yeah. The reason well, I That would have been an ending if he, when he gets back to Earth, they open it up and they just kill him. Just shot him. <laughs> kill him. Dead. And also, he was literally like, I'm not going, like, I'm just here. Like, he said multiple times, like, let me just sit down. But the fact that he was there, he had to have known that it would have caused trouble. Sure. I mean, there there are better ways to go about doing these things. Like what? He had no time. He could have, you know, called up the Space Command. They wanted him back on Earth. I wasn't going to Also, I love that it was called Space Command. (laughs) Oh, Buzz Lightyear? Well, wait, didn't Trump call, isn't Trump's Space Division called Space Force? Space Force. Okay. Okay. So Space yeah. Command. Yeah. yeah. What was your least favorite part? The same thing. Oh, yeah. That that part and then also the fact that – and I don't know if this is just my own personal, like, thing against Brad Pitt, but, like, the fact that I'm Brad Pitt. It's going to take me three, four months to get to Neptune, and uh, I'm going to have this cool montage. I'm going to be A-OK and still look great. Mm. And then I'm also going to take three, four months, get home, and I'm still going to look great. That just annoys me when it's, like – you, you thought know. he looked great. Yeah. He looked great. He, uh, when he comes back to Earth, he's got yeah. like this awesome beard thing going, like bearded Brad Pitt. It was, like was part of my uh, my. Uh, it was like cut uh, up with an edge. My yeah, recap yeah. that you yeah. trashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about your re- like. <laughs> so you know who does a really good job of this? Matt Damon. He is a a beautiful you know individual in uh, Mars. The Martian? Mars. The Martian. The Martian. In the Martian, he's on there for so long. Granted, they did like a digital CG rendering or whatever of him and he's all like gone. skinny and gaunt i thought he did a terrible job because he was still he wasn't gaunt in the face so you could tell it was two different things sure but at least they still showed and kind of at least attempted with brad pitt it, it was would. just like i have this awesome 
multicolored, perfectly groomed beard. Why, why wouldn't he? He was getting all the nutrients he needed. Christian, like he was, Christian, it was Christian, the most efficient Christian, form do you of food. Think, do you think if you were in the middle of space, yeah. there to Neptune and then Neptune back, think about this. You would like still no, yeah, yeah. mentally no. be with it? Let's well, the put, mental part, no. Let's not put Krishna and Brad Pitt in the same category here, all right? No, <laughs> oh, no offense. No I think I would do a much better job than Brad Pitt. No, Christian regrows hair just, somehow. If, 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 uh, yeah. if Krishna came back, and I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, you spent 100 days out there, you're not going to come back and still look like Brad Pitt. No, I don't look like him now, so that would right. be tough. So we're just, I'm just saying. But I will say this. Uh, less gravity, less aging. Ooh. Oh, damn. damn. He just, he just well, science Again, to, to circle it back, Terrence science Howard is going to prove gravity doesn't exist. Yeah, well, so Terrence Howard Your argument is, is not avoid until that argument has been well, see, we, we already We already established that Krishna, if, even if you were to do something amazing, he would not believe it. He would, it would take away his belief of even seeing what he's seeing. Well, no, it wouldn't take it away. It was, I would question what I'm seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I see it. I'm like, that happened. But, like... I, I, my mind immediately would try and explain it, right? Using what I think to think to be true. All right, so if I as soon as I eliminate all those possibilities, like okay, people all right, if I could say I could shape shift and right now I just turned into someone else, yeah, would you believe it? It would be hard to believe it's because a, it's not it's not it's not a question of belief. I see it; it happened. Now I try and explain it. Oh. I don't know if I believe it or not. It I'd would, have to try and explain it first. It'd be your whole core logical. Yeah, thing that you built is would be off balance because you're like I've it's, never yeah. seen this and everything that yeah. I thought to be true is no longer think true. Think about this: it, you your yourself would be fighting with two conflicting things, right? Uh, literally everything you've ever learned and seen before in your life and what you're seeing now, right? Those two things can't both be true. Yeah. So therefore, one is a lie, and your mind then has to figure out which one's the lie: mm-hmm. what I'm seeing or everything I've ever the learned. The cake is a lie. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, so this is a this actually is a good se- segue into one of our theories that someone threw down in here, which is is Brad Pitt imagining everything? So that was that's I've put that down, and at the part the part where he boards the shuttle, mm-hmm. I felt like they were going with because he had had the, basically the emotional moment of reaching out to his dad, right? Remember he had, had the first one where he had the prepared statement, didn't get a response, and then he has the emotional one where like I miss you, dad, blah blah blah. Uh, I thought they were going with at that point that he'd had this emotional breakdown, and because he's because he's been so you know center and so cold most of his life, where you know he's lo- because he's becoming more emotional, he's starting to lose his mind a little bit. So I thought up uh, from that point of the movie through the end, it was going to be that this was in Brad's mind, and he was kind of imagining maybe it was things. or like he was perceiving things differently. Like so, I I thought we were going to get a replay of the part where he boards the spaceship. And, like, he did intentionally kill them, right? Like, they're showing like us from his perspective, murderer. but he, like, actually murdered them. And then, you know, and, and, and the whole space trip and everything. Because it didn't, it didn't seem realistic. It, it seemed like we were becoming – it was becoming more and more of a science fiction of, like, how he was getting there. And then, like, the, you know, the, it, everything perfectly going well that he survived to Neptune. And then he made it all the way back to Earth, mm-hmm. all the way from Neptune without having to stop off at, like, Mars or the moon or anything. You know what I mean? Like – why did why did it have to be like he had to go to the moon first and then Mars and then he could go to Neptune but then from Neptune he can get all the way back to Earth. He uh, that was explained, Juna. He used the force of the nuclear explosion in space to propel him back. Yeah, right. But, in, yeah. but, but no, but that's that's <laughs> what go. I'm saying. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's too go. convenient, right? Like, oh yeah. Uh, everything just lines up perfectly, so he survived. That, but that's the, that's the problem, though, of like so. any Brad Pitt movie and yep. anyone or like these. 
these big science fiction films is like they run into the problem of like convenience where it's like and believe and believability believability right. because it, it goes yeah it's like there's this uh, explosion that will perfectly propel you your mental state is so strong. awesomely strong that right. you can basically go a year without talking to anyone but your 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 dad who you your thought was dad. dad yeah and you'll be a okay so that I think that's just that's a Hollywood problem that they need to figure uh, out. The, just, just a quick rebuttal to that though. We don't see maybe after he lands back on Earth, he goes through months of rehab. Maybe like months of we don't see it. Sure, you know. But to say that he comes back and he's totally yeah, sure he looks great, but we don't actually know if he is great. Sometimes stories don't have an ending, all right? They have a middle and a beginning, but they don't have an ending, and they needed to wrap this up for the sake of movies because it couldn't <laughs> be there for seven hours. Yes, we could. I had no plans that day. I think this, and this is what I have to ask you guys, okay? This is my theory. Would the movie have been better if they had aliens, if aliens actually would have showed up when he got out there? It would have uh, been a different movie. I would I would say yes because I lo- the, the actual – the weakest part of the movie to me was the um, uh, character emotional stuff. And I I really loved all the science. Like I loved the moon stuff. I liked you know actually like going to Neptune, but like the whole thing where like with him and his dad, to me just felt flat. Maybe that was part of the performance issues. Yeah. Um, uh, I see what you did there. Uh, but if you added aliens, I think then it becomes less about the character stuff, which I thought was weak, and adds more of the stuff that I was actually interested. The in. world building, the world right. building, yeah, and the science. Yeah, I, I kind of w- like when I saw there were certain like parts of the movie where I'm like, I wish there was more of this, or like this was more of the center of the movie, like the dune buggy scene on the moon, right, where the you know the, the space pirates, like that's such a cool concept that I wish. There was more of that. Yeah. Or the space chimps even, like, as ridiculous and as weird as it was, like, I wish there was more of that. It it felt like they never nailed what the movie was kind of supposed to be about, and then what they did nail it all, nail it being about was kind of weird. Mm. And, that, and that's, like, p- going back to my theory of, like, imagining everything. Like, at that point, it felt like the movie was, was kind of trying to be, like, very hardcore sci-fi, like, this is realistic, like, you can believe X, Y, and Z would all happen. And then at that point, it all becomes very fantastical Hollywood type of sci-fi. Yeah. Because if they would have had aliens, they could have easily got sequels. They could have yeah. easily. Yeah, it's true. They weren't thinking ahead. Yeah. They weren't <laughs> thinking of their franchise. <laughs> but then franchise, what about, what was that right. beam? Like, remember the light at the end, there's a beam that kind of gives him the... I did see that. That was kind of like... That's his ship. That was aliens, I thought. No, it was it, his ship. It seemed supernaturally. Really? I thought wasn't it, was it Wasn't it him entering the atmosphere? Wait, you're talking when he's around Neptune, or yeah, around yeah Neptune. when he's around Neptune and he's kind of like floating around there and he's trying to figure it out. There's like a be- they, they do this pan and it's like a beam of light that kind of shines the way of where he needs to go. Oh yeah, no, I no, no, was that was ship. That was one of the that was the surges coming from the ship, uh, his dad's ship. That was his, that his dad had been trying to turn off. Right. I, I thought that was a surge. The, the I don't same think thing it was though, because it, it didn't come it, from the ship. It came it, from further away from the yeah, ship. Yeah, and it came like it almost like a just beam. Like a, yeah, it was like a guide. It was like something yeah. was leading it's, him there. It's supernaturally. And, and he, like, was, he was he was about to I give thought, up. He was about to give up until it happened. I thought right. I thought that was a sur- the surge. The the main reason that they went to went to that thing was to sh- stop the surges. Right. He already set the bomb. The bomb was going to go off regardless. He already dropped it off. No, so this, this is this is after he's left the ship. His dad is floating away, about to die. He's kind of floating around. Oh, did I, mi- I miss? I miss. And there's, part. and there's he's a about part, to give up. He's, oh. he's about to give up, and then like they do this pan where like from Neptune, there's like a beam of light. And when I saw that, I'm like, oh, so like aliens do exist, and like there is something supernatural. So I looked at it as a reflection of his ship, the sh- right. his ship to leave. Right. I saw it as it was um, basically his ship is hitting the sun's light and bouncing off, and then it's naturally leading his eye line to oh, that's where my ship is. Because at that point, I figured his dad was a dick, 
pulled him all the way out there, and he had no way to like navigate because obviously space is vast. Yeah. Right. You don't know where things are half the time. So I figured that was him, like a way to help realign of okay, so there's a ship that needs to blow up, and there's my ship. The more that we talk about this, the more I think the movie needs a second viewing for two reasons. One, the cinematography was so good and so carefully planned, and the story seems like it wasn't, right? right. So you think perhaps perhaps there's more to the movie than this initial viewing. Because after that, that's when we got that crazy flying through Neptune's rings with a shield, which seems so ridiculous, right? So I, I'm thinking maybe there's more than me say I hear. That was where he didn't die. But I, again, I think that maybe we just start off. I thought it was amazing. I thought they gave <laughs> the purpose of that movie was very just as good as the cinematography. The yeah. p- purpose of that movie was like sure. stop looking for aliens yeah. and look around you, people. And that's what they did. And that's why look the around alien, for space jumps. They needed him to get back to Listen, Earth man. so they could have that scene where he comes back and gets first contact. Listen, if I want that kind of a movie, I'll throw on Lifetime. I don't want that in my sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm partly kidding, need but aliens. not really. Yeah. Jared, do you have uh, any hot takes or is that your hot take? That this movie is about people... And not aliens. That's my my hot take is that. That's, and I, if you're watching this and you want to know what's good, what's good is us people. We're as humans, we are great people, but we don't work together well, and we're always mm. constantly looking for something external that's gonna fix us, and we need to work on ourselves. That's what the purpose of that movie was. And if you watch it with those goggles on, you'll go, "This is an amazing piece of cinema." All right, damn, mm. damn, damn, damn. Uh, so we're wrapping up close to the end here, but before we kind of do the the big important uh, question, question, reveal? that's the a reveal. question. The, the question, the what? only question that matters are: Is there aliens? No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> are the aliens real? Uh, so, Archie, you had a couple of fun facts here. So, yeah, this so was filmed in uh, August of 2017. Yeah, over two years ago. So I alluded to this oh, at the, the top okay. of the show about but it being stale. Uh, the movie was filmed over 60 days in August of 2017. They did a pretty quick cut, and by the end of 2017, they were doing early, early screenings for the movie. Uh, and it was getting horrible reviews. And it got such bad initial screenings, they put... So the movie budget at that point was about $80 million. They had to spend another $20 million on extensive reshoots. Holy crap. And they did the reshoots, and at this time, Ad Astra was part of Fox. Uh, so this was a movie that was inherited by Disney oh, no. and kind of sat oh, in limbo wow. while the deal was going through. So that's why it took over two years for this movie to be released. And in that time, you can and you can you can see this with the movie in terms of how it was cut. It gets it's just getting cut over and over and over and over by many different people. So like being cut, and I think that's why you've seen some of the reaction you've seen. Um, mm. To jump ahead a little bit, like the on Rotten Tomatoes, we bring this up all the time. They do a critic score, and they do an audience score. The critic score is pretty high; it's eighty-three percent for the movie, but the audience score is forty-three percent. Um, so it's a big disparity right there. Normally, they're pretty close, or the audience score is actually generally higher than the critic score because mm-hmm. if you're if you're taking the time to review a movie, probably like it. Um, yeah. Mm. Or you hate it, which in this point, and and I think talking to some people, a lot of people didn't resonate with this movie. It's a right. movie that kind of fell flat for a lot of people, and I think it got it got stale 
Damn. Sitting there. That makes guys, sense. Guys, I just brought it full circle. Wow, that was, no. that? Wow. These guys still mad about the damn lemonade and the popcorn. He didn't get to yep. enjoy the movie. That's why he didn't like it. Yeah. That. Nobody can enjoy a movie when the popcorn's stale. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but that's that true. makes sense, though. If the movie had to go through recuts, that's interesting. Uh, my, that probably accounts for why it does kind of feel a little bit disjointed. Janky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, jo- yeah. disjointed. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's that time. Jared, you're the guest, so we're going to ask you first. Was Ad Astra good? Yes. <gasps> Whoa. Shocker. Nice. Movie was good. Giving a solid A minus. All right. Nice. Damn. Nice, nice, nice. We never do letter grades, but I like it. Yeah. That's, good. that's a good idea. All right. Now, Joe, you get to pick someone and ask the same question. Can't pick me, though, because I asked it. Because you got to ask well, it. To... I'll be honest. I um, I kind of guess Arjuna, so therefore I want to know what Krishna has to say. So you have, to, it. you have to say it in the form of the question. Yeah. All right. Big Jeopardy. Okay. Krishna. <laughs> yes, Jared. Was it good? I've been debating this question for like two weeks. I'm going to say yes, it was good. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 Damn. The, uh, here's why. The cinematography. And there are I, legit iconic moments in that movie that I think will resonate will, for a while. Res- like the moon, the fall, the look of Mars, even Neptune. The, you know, how they did Neptune was beautiful. The movie was beautiful. Uh, I enjoyed it enough to say that it was good. It had serious problems, but it was a, it was a good movie. You, you uh, are some, you, something saved it. You don't have to like give an entire monologue. I want to. We did an entire podcast. No, I, you do a little I recap. To. I, I like, like, like that. I like that. I like that. I don't know why I have follow up questions, but yeah. Uh, Ravi was. You can't ask me. Why not? Because I asked Jared. I'm asking you. But then who's going to oh, ask Arjuna? I see, I see. Well, then then when we're done. <laughs> Arjuna. Wow. Arjuna was Ad Astra good. Uh, I have to say no. It was not good. Despite great cinematography, despite uh, you know a great look and you know being a, a, a very a, a well done technical sci fi movie, I think there's just major issues with how it's cut, with the story, and then with the performance of Brad Pitt as well. Bradley, Bradley, with Brad, uh, that make it something I just I can't I can't say it was a good movie. You can't get past it. I can't understand. It. I understand. Ravi was at Astra a good. Yeah, it was good actually. Oh Three wow! I'm I am shocked. I, that that was the X Damn. factor. Right there. The biggest reason for me is because it uh, it's classic sci-fi. You remove all the science elements, and there's still a solid story to to Jared's point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a perfect movie by any means, right? Uh, but it's it's a good entertaining movie, and like I said, the visuals are just like they're boinkers good. So yeah. one of the best movies visually I've ever seen. Uh, I have a question for, I mean, I know Jared was yes all the way, but for you two, mm-hmm. did either of you change your opinions throughout this podcast in terms of yes or no? Throughout the podcast, no. After my initial like screening and like first time I saw it, my gut reaction was like, no. Uh, but after like a day or two of like th- going back and thinking and the fact that I was thinking about it kind of shows that it was somewhat impactful, that's sure. when I was kind of like, wait, actually, this was right. an actually decent film. For me, I didn't think about this movie at all. So I knew, I kind of, my initial was no, and when I didn't think about it, I knew, I kind of knew I was going to stick with that because it mm. didn't resonate with me. It didn't, it didn't stick with me. It just yeah. was kind of a whatever. I was literally in a gray area the whole two, like, since we've seen it, I'm like, because there are parts of it that I do, that do have serious issues, but when it comes down to the nitty gritty and you just ask the simple question, was it good? I think it was it was good. It, it was, was worth, good enough. It was worth there were the elements. Price of admission. Yeah. Is that yes? It was better than Gravity. Uh, <laughs> Anything's better than Gravity. I would agree. Yeah, gravity was 
so overrated. That's when I was like, we need aliens. But yeah. this, <laughs> yeah, like, this, this aliens. sucks. <laughs> this one, they were like, you're not going to get aliens, but yeah. that's the point. And yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I, uh, yeah, I watched, okay I watched that movie on demand, and I never do this with movies. I like to watch a movie in one sitting. I had to like, watch it over four days because it's just so boring to me. Gravity? What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, Gravity? Days? She just, she's breathing 90% of the movie. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, and then the follow-up question we like to ask, would you watch this movie again? I would, yeah, for sure. I might go watch it this weekend again. Ooh, oh, nice. Yeah. I actually would have said no, but after the discussion we had in terms of some of the stuff, I would like to watch it again to see if I missed some things. Mm. And also have not stale popcorn. Yeah. Wow. That would, that would you be were nice. just jet mad about your popcorn. No. Watch. He's going to like watch it a second time in theaters and be like, you know what? That was a great movie. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Loved it. Uh, well, that's going to do it for us. Jared, thank you so much for being part of this Ad Astra Was a Good Pod. Uh, where can the good people of the internet find you? You guys find me on all social platforms at Jared Quay, J-A-R-E-D-Q-U-A-Y, and watch my show on Yahoo The Rush, Monday through Friday. Wait, Jared, if you're our brother, why isn't it at Jared Ramgopal? Oh, it was Tookin. It was somebody, like, famous guy. He's like, some, <laughs> some famous guy. No hesitation. He's a Bollywood actor, and I can't take any <laughs> There you go. I thought you were the famous guy. I am, but in, in India, that guy is the king. <laughs> Jared Ramgopal. Thank you again, Jared. Uh, that's going to do it for us here at Was It Good. You can find us on Twitter at Was It Good or on Instagram at Was It Good BTM, on Twitch at Was It Good, on YouTube somewhere. I don't actually know. At where. Bad Tacos. At Bad Tacos. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jesus. Thank you and uh, goodbye.